UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Hello, listener. Welcome to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Thanks for joining us again. We have a couple of things to talk about this week, topical, and also a little bit of rumination about scary futures. Uh, I've got uh, two guests this week, and we have a pod debutant. Uh, hello, Karen Khan, editor of Macworld. How are you? Hi, okay. Thank you. Lovely, thank you. It's always great to get a new face on the pod. And we also have uh, regular podder, Charlotte G, uh, editor of Tech World. Hello. I've been outranked here. I'm sitting across from two editors, so <laughs> I, I will behave. We'll, we'll be nice. Um, so, yeah, this week, uh, slight change in format, but we've got two sort of deeper discussions to talk about. Uh, and, well, you will find out what they are straight after this. So the first thing that took our attention this week, um, at least on the consumer side of things, but potentially on the business side of things as well, Charlotte, was the Amazon Echo Look. Um, what the hell? Yeah, tell it, me it's, more. it's basically an, Echo, an Amazon Echo, so the, the normal sort of tower. Um, they call it AI, but debatably isn't that uh, that you put in your room or, or your house, and you can ask it to book you a taxi or order you a pizza or whatever. And I thought this was weird because it, it, that product's not very old, and they've suddenly added twenty dollars. So it's only in America at the moment, so it's two hundred dollars, and it's got a camera on it. Mm. Why would why would you want a camera on your Amazon Echo? Well, the whole thing about Amazon Echo that was weird uh, to me was the fact that you are allowing Amazon to collect yep. audio all the, technically all the time and, and listen to you, and obviously it needs to listen to you to yeah. work. Yeah. Um, but then the addition of this camera is kind of weird. It takes pictures and video uh, when you ask it to, and it's been marketed mm. as very aspirational female product as well right um, see, it's definitely been targeted at fashionistas people right. are interested in the clothes they're wearing so amazon judges, judges well this this something. is this is the thing it's like who who are there's apparently a team of sort of fashion advisors behind this yep. somewhere um your although obviously your photos can be uploaded to your friends to judge you as well um and it's <laughs> Ju- this judging, judging, judging being the group. That, that concerns me a bit. It's like, yeah. you know, how about that for self-confidence? It's and how, do you, like, how do you judge? Like, like one person might think it looks good enough. Exactly. Like, who's, who's to say? It and it's Amazon as well, so they're probably yeah. trying to sell you some clothes. Oh, of course, they? of course. So, oh, yeah, that, the, that looks terrible. You can <laughs> Target or whatever shop yeah. in America, you know. Uh, you should get one from here. Yeah, and here's yeah. the price. And why don't you click buy now, you know. Yeah. It's it's a little bit sort of mirror, mirror on the wall. Is my bum too big in this? Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> no, it really know? is. And it's, yeah. it's just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> There was a two-minute. There's a two-minute trailer in which there is there is a man, yeah. but he, he he features for about two or three seconds. So it very it's very unsubtly. Yeah, you're fine. Off you yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does that. But it's very unsubtly um, female, and yes. it's all these women yeah. um, who have a, this sort of little tower pointed at them, and they're saying, "Alexa, can you take a picture?" Oh. And also, Alexa, um, mm. as a side note, is a female oh, ass- no. assistant because that's the name of the Amazon Echo yeah so it's, so it's not like Siri which can be male or female Siri yes. you can choose yeah, yeah. but uh, Alexa is a woman yes. telling other women um, that they should maybe you know you put, put that other cardigan on <laughs> <laughs> and yeah as Karen said you're right um, They Amazon is doing this mm. because their Amazon uh, fashion mm. uh, sort of section on their yeah. site doesn't do incredibly well so yeah. this is a new way to push other retailers uh, into your room thing though is that I think there actually is a group of people who will want to yes, yeah. be using this. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure for example, will. at the same time as all of we were saying in the office, oh my God, that's hideous. Mm. Another friend on Facebook who's really into um, the whole Lolita sort of fashion subculture mm. from Japan, she was like, oh, that's such a brilliant idea. Mm. Really? You know, she posts selfies, she yeah. posts pictures of herself in her latest costume. Yeah. And the Comic-Con, obviously. Yes, people, yeah, you know? that's a big thing, These yeah. are people who really, like, their whole identity is around a particular fashion yeah. subculture. And there's a real sort of drive for people who 
who will use this product. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it coming to the UK? Is it, is, is it definitely sort it, of going, being, going to be launched here? Un- unconfirmed, unconfirmed, but it probably will because okay. the yeah. other two Echo products are. Yeah, it, it depends sense. on how well it does in the States, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think the thing that makes me feel a bit sad about it is it just feeds into uh, you sort of like to think that that actually will be less judgmental about appearance, but actually it's just another way for people to feel insecure about themselves, oh, and 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 obviously also particularly targeted at women. So yeah, it is a bit uh, a bit worrying in that regard. I yeah, suppose. but it's interesting, Karen, that you say that because it brings us on yeah. to something you also wanted to talk about, mm. which is the general selfie culture. Mm. And perhaps amongst um, younger people, definitely. Yeah, mm. I, I'm, obviously we work in tech, and we're always concerned when we see something like, well, "What about the privacy?" <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, as you say, Karen, if there are and there are millions of people out there who will gladly post a selfie mm. onto Facebook, where it will be stored on a server forever, mm. maybe they're not too concerned if mm. a, it's a camera and uh, a digital assistant telling them what what yeah. looks better. Yeah, yeah good point. And, you know, at the end of the day, these these sort of selfies—they're using. All, there are so many apps that let you edit your photos, yeah. So they're almost unrecognisable anyway. What's the latest? What's the latest thing that's uh, oh, going face on? Face app. Yes, there we go. Face <laughs> app. I keep on seeing that. that Although it's some rubbish. of those make you look hideous. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But you know the whole the whole thing that you add all of these filters to these images that you're sharing online so that everyone's yeah. trying to kind of keep up with this they have they see all these pictures of these these celebrities mm. you know the kardashians and all of that and they think they've they've got this aspiration to look like yes. what is essentially plastic surgery yeah on yeah a photo. <laughs> yeah in fact <laughs> as a sort of related matter apparently there's an increase in young people asking for plastic surgery and yeah. it's bound to be related what, to this like, yeah. selfie obsession yeah. asking their parents or, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but, you know, yeah. or just yeah. obsession yeah. with having to look like a yeah. filtered photo i think i think that's the thing i think uh, I, I can't remember who it was maybe it was maybe it was kim kardashian sort of had a photo of their bum on the <laughs> online but without any editing or filtering and and like yeah kind of was not perfect and so on and i did think like that just shows that and everyone was kind of shocked by this and i, I was a bit like well that just goes to show how how much we're used to yes such sort of highly edited high edited image. we're used to yeah, complain about crazy. it in in print and magazines yeah and we talk about the, fil- the photoshopping yeah. on yeah on the front covers yeah. and so on and it's it's happening on all of our it's always it's always been there Ca- but your it's camera just, yeah. on your mobile phone is now adding a filter when yes. it takes your photograph just to make you feel better about yourself yeah but, you know it's like what kind of what kind of thing are we teaching the youth of today <laughs> well, <laughs> also so sometimes it's it. not even that uh, subtle in the way that it's done it's yeah. not sort of um sort of slid in under the radar yeah. into these products because huawei phones um and other Asian manufacturers as well put something that is just called beauty mode mm. yeah. on their selfie cam and you yeah. I've used the recent Huawei phone and you, you I don't take selfies but mm. <laughs> I had a look and you can slide <laughs> the beauty thing from because yeah. when, when you put it on you're at, you're at zero because you're, you're ugly because <laughs> you're, 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 you're horrible and then you can slide it up to ten oh and gosh. it does all it really does is just sort of wipe your face up why, why would you well that's that's really worrying Like because in Japan they because um, going over there like into all the photo booths when you put it on that kind of beauty mode the, the main thing it does is lighten your skin and give it, make your eyes Bigger, big eyes, yeah. light skin, and yeah. uh, it's just like it's really worrying that we seem to be uh, making our idea of what what beautiful is kind of a yeah. standard industry. Like yeah. that's that's beautiful. Um, so yeah, and I and I do think that it's I think it's always been there. That there always has been airbrushing. And I remember sort of like when I was a teenager, kind of worrying about all this sort of stuff. But I think that, but now it's just like it's just been taken to a completely mm. new level, and and I think that's the really worrying thing. And now with these, you've taken this beautiful picture of yourself and you put it up mm. on Facebook or Twitter or whatever 
you know social networking thing yeah. that these young people use um, <laughs> <laughs> and and then you don't get hundred likes yep. yeah and That's then the suddenly Become your confidence and of course yeah. you know young people have you know, low self-esteem it's all part of growing up and all of that yeah and it's apparently you know there are there are an increasing number of suicides yeah. related to selfies yeah i can believe that and and you know it's it's another yet yeah, another sort of yeah. form of mental illness it's, that's coming about yeah. because of it's kind of anxiety culture. like i mean mm. I, I, sp- I was saying to, uh, to you guys before like i spoke to some psychologists for a piece once and, and um we were talking about like does tech affect your memory but then they said well it doesn't really but the thing it does affect is your anxiety levels because mm. you can directly link the amount of time people spend um particularly on kind of like social networks to the levels of anxiety that they feel right. but also it's kind of like needing validation and i think probably what they should do you, we can't really get rid of it but they should probably teach young people like this isn't real and yes. don't and don't not to value it too highly, but I worry that a lot of young people don't really get sort of get taught that uh, either by their parents or at school. Mm. So they're sort of left to cope alone, probably feeling mm. pretty stressed about the whole thing. But then again, this uh, I totally agree. But the Echo Look <laughs> yes. is m- marketed directly at adults. Yes, yes, that's a slightly that's a slightly different. Well, different one, the, I think yeah. the average age of uh, selfie takers, I think it was twenty three point seven or something. Right. So oh, yeah. I mean, I remember that age well. But still, <laughs> yeah, but still, you know, even young twenties are still yeah. caught up with yeah, this whole. Yeah, definitely. And still, people you see that on, and you see that on Tinder as well. Like sort mm. of fr- friends like looking at their um, photos and just like the, the pictures that they'll select. It's just funny because it's like people curating their life to look like they're a particular kind of person. Like, mm. like you know, one of my male friends is like picking a picture of him with a dog or like traveling or like you want to project like a certain image of yourself. And uh, yeah, although sometimes that, that is you, I think that people can sort of create this weird, slightly false identity that mm. isn't really entirely them. But, yeah. you know, it's if you want to, then whatever. But it's still... It's about you on the outside, not you on the inside. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. what really matters. Yes, but I, mean, I think exactly. it's, it's a problem that's probably only going to get worse because you see yeah. the, the success of something like Snapchat yeah. which kind of changed um, for um, some of these companies like Facebook mm. and even Apple with their new clips thing um, what companies going to have to do to actually get people back onto their platform mm. and how Instagram yeah. Instagram used to be kind of look at this beautiful landscape and it still is yeah. to an extent but yes that's kind of yeah selfie culture and you have all these Instagram mm. stories now where you can yeah. do it it's more acceptable to do this more often um, yeah, I know. <laughs> to be honest, I'm, I'm really, I, I feel a bit bad sort of having this entire discussion though because I'm not, all, I, well, I am technically, I'm on Instagram. I've never posted anything. I do have Snapchat equally, virtually, I mean, I, I've virtually lurker. never used. So I feel a bit like, despite, you know, actually just being in, in my late 20s, I, I still feel a bit like old person commenting on on. I think that's thing. okay. It would be interesting to chat to a teenager about this because yeah. I, I think they would probably yeah, have um, a much better, better, better contribution one, than I would. One of our colleagues who's uh, step stepdaughter's 16 I think he was saying that you know she's um she tends to post her and her friends tend to post images of themselves looking ugly on purpose oh, so it's kind of like <laughs> an good. irony sort of oh, that's, that's yeah. good you know think up at the whole idea yeah um but you know I still think that perhaps yeah. there's there's an element of you know having to look as ugly as possible yeah. but really behind all of that yeah know, and maybe they're I mean maybe they're particularly confident 16 year olds exactly, exactly. <laughs> true true yeah but there's a lot of chat um about this um I know I keep bringing it back to the the Amazon product but 
of the comparison of how it's evolved now beyond what used to be traditionally makeup companies targeting women who felt sort of low self-esteem didn't maybe didn't feel their best yeah is this kind of the same thing <laughs> yeah well i mean that that's the thing i mean i think this is what so much of this stuff is predicated on is that in order to make you buy these products they need to make you feel a bit rubbish first so i do i do think there is an active kind of like industry that works on undermining women's confidence because the um, yeah, the, ta- so yeah. the tagline for it is introducing echo look everything you love about alexa <laughs> and and now she can help you look your best. Yeah. It's a little bit like going into a shop and having a um, sort of sales assistant, I guess. So maybe it's a little bit more... A bit of a personal mm. shopper. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, yeah. in America, you go into a shop, everyone wants to help you. In the UK, we mm. hate that. Yeah. Um, so maybe, <laughs> yeah, you know, in America, yeah, they're much it's more, more willing to be told what to wear. But. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I, mean, I can't really judge in some ways because I, I have... Uh, very vainly had my colors done and like image stuff done previously so it, it is like i don't think there's anything wrong with caring about what you look like to, to no. at least a certain extent i think it's more just that uh, that that's quite subjective it's one person you you kind of like it's a face-to-face interaction whereas this is a bit like but what are the metrics you're using yeah because it's like i don't know it's, I, I, yeah. it's very vague it, this, yeah. this thing uses like machine learning yes. and then like as karen alluded to there's yeah. a sort of it, it's very vague it says like a team of fashion yeah. experts mm. so yeah but i mean like for example you look at a lot of these things as well we forget are kind of like not unbiased in and of themselves like just because it uses machine learning doesn't mean it couldn't be problematic like google like Google's uh, image like recognition thing has been kind of caught out for being racist and stuff. Like, the, yeah. it, it's only as good as the data that you're feeding it. In. Yeah, and, and, and if all you you're know. feeding it are Amazon yeah. products that are on sale, <laughs> yeah. Amazon, then you know. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. If, it, if it's only got those products, and it's you know pr- like predominantly women of a particular age or ethnicity, then it's probably not going to be very good at, at mm. telling you if if you're like I don't know an Indian woman, it might might be really yeah. kind of rubbish for you. So. I don't know. It's not. It's, it might be. It might be okay, but it's probably not a great thing. <laughs> so, do you think it's fair to say that technology companies haven't as yet taken responsibility for making this selfie crisis worse? And do you think they should? Um, like, because if Facebook came out and said, you know what, you shouldn't post all those pictures <laughs> of yourself because you you are the real you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, I it's a bit like be. selfie. Uh, it's a bit like Facebook trying to take on the whole fake news thing, yeah. though, isn't it? You know, it's like where when it's not necessarily in their interest to stop people from using their service as mm. much as they do, are they go? What are they going to do to? Yeah, I don't know if we can really rely on them for that kind of thing. I think I think the thing, and also to be honest with you, I, I'd rather that Facebook focused on. Uh, like Facebook Live and the fact people keep on killing people and posting it on there. Like, yeah. I mean, there are other things that they could be looking at. But, I mean, perhaps if, if they, uh, they... They could potentially sort of try to be part of the solution. But really, I think it's probably down to kind of parents and to teachers and so on to, to kind of equip people. Because yeah. I don't think tech companies really will. I remember when I was 17 or so and <laughs> I just got Facebook, but <laughs> vaguely, vaguely. And I think I probably did take selfies back then. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't do it now, and it probably is yeah. it is a younger person's thing. I can remember, yeah. you know, putting the camera on timer. It's very embarrassing. Aww. Um But is that is that is that? But I mean, I mean, before I wouldn't have ever taken a picture of myself. I would have taken a picture of where yeah. I was. And there's, yes. a, there's a picture that of selfies that I need to dig out again, and it went viral. Um, during the US presidential election and it was taken by one of Hillary Clinton's campaign managers mm-hmm. and he was to the side of this scene and Hillary yeah. was on a, on a little stage just waving at the crowd mm. and every single I think there was one person who wasn't but every single other person in the crowd yeah. wasn't taking a picture of her 
they were all turned with their oh, back to her. Had a selfie with her. Getting them, her and you in the picture. So yeah. even though it's Hillary, it's still about you. Yeah, <laughs> Look I what I did with this well, person. Well, I think it's proof. The thing is, though, like, if you post things, I've had this where I've posted a picture... <clears throat> of um, somewhere I've been or someone famous there and they'll say well I don't believe you're there unless you're in the picture <laughs> which I know sounds sounds crazy and they're kind of half joking but I think there is a kind of like I need to show I don't think it's just vanity I think also it's like social so, approval like I need to show so, that so, I was so you're still saying like pre-internet if you'd had a photograph of I don't yeah. know um Anybody famous. famous, Elvis, <laughs> yes. and or, or you had Elvis's autograph. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, amazing, amazing you met yeah. him. But now, if you have someone's autograph, you're just like, oh, you faked it. Or, yeah, exactly. Oh, you well, just printed it off. Trust yeah. what we see also, anymore. though, if you're if you've taken the photograph of yourself in that scene, then you do still have editorial control over that photograph. So yeah. you yeah. choose to post it. The fear everyone probably still has yeah. is that a friend has taken a photo of you. They're going to put it on Facebook, and you don't look your best. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and or brings it back round. Then yeah. it's awkward that because happens. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm that friend. <laughs> but I, I also look bad, but I just don't really care as much. <laughs> so, we're not fans of this product. No. Not especially, no. But I'm, I, we'll see. But my this is only an initial reaction. I don't know enough about it, but my initial yeah. reaction is that it's a bit... Well, ag- again, it's something that you have to... You have to- be someone who accepts that um, Amazon will indefinitely hold all these photos on yes. a server somewhere. Yes. And what are they going to do with them? Yes, and when do they... And the issue I have as well with the Echo is they claim that it's only activated by certain things. But I really think they do have the capacity, whether you like it or not, to potentially be filming or recording everything. Or yes. not them, and, and, but yeah. hackers. Or hackers, and yeah. And the fact ha- that yeah. you've basically put this camera into your, and, yeah. and speaker in your bedroom. Yeah. yeah. There's well, going to be a certain level of attractive there yeah. for hackers who want to get in and yeah. see. Well, this stuff. is the thing. Like My uh, my husband and I don't, don't have um, an Echo, but our flatmate does. And we were like uh, getting ready this morning, and I was kind of saying to him, like, do you, do you ever kind of wonder, like, whether or not like when is it recording like mm. is it it's kind of a yeah i i know that they i know that amazon would push back strongly and say that it you know it's not recording all the time but it could and equally like karen says think, someone yeah, can hack into I it i think the, the thing they claim and i i, th- I tend to believe it yeah, maybe okay. not maybe naively is that yeah. it is listening all the time yes but you need to trigger it by saying alexa yes and then it will record yeah. and store that information yeah that it has to, it has, you have to allow it otherwise it won't learn your habits yes yeah which makes which makes sense it's just but i understand that yeah if it can I, do that it, it, it just makes me feel a bit oh yeah i don't know so I'm, I'm not i'm not getting one yet and i'm avoiding my flatmate's room <laughs> you might want to do that anyway. yeah, yeah, no. yeah exactly. well no thanks very much uh interesting yeah. uh discussion brought up there um i will still ask my silly rhyming question like i always do Brilliant. um karen um echo look or morals shook <laughs> definitely morals shook and charlotte yeah afraid morals shook as no well. we're all shook <laughs> up so shook up okay cool thank you we'll have a short break everyone and then we'll be back to talk about automation So, Charlotte G, um, you wanted to talk about automation. Mm. Uh, where do you want to kick us off? It's a very big topic, yes. and it can bring in. We probably will bring in a couple of other things yes. uh, that Karen had in mind as well. Yes. Um, but what is it about automation in the job space that, right. w- that worries you? Yes. Well, basically, one of my bugbears is I get a bit frustrated by hearing, especially uh, kind of more national press, uh, talking about AI 
with with a tinge of it's going to become clever and 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 be be better than us and sort of basically take over the world like skynet yeah like skynet i mean elon musk has to be fair not helped by by going on about this quite a lot um <laughs> he hasn't helped anyway yeah, well yeah <laughs> i mean obviously it is i understand it is a concern because ai can beat us at kind of even poker now i i do i do get why people are worried but in reality, it probably isn't something that we should worry about as much as I would argue uh, jobs lost from automation and how we how we cope with that. Because I've got some I've got some stats here. So there are different estimates. One of them is six percent by twenty twenty one. One of them is thirty eight by twenty thirty two, and then there's forty seven percent by twenty thirty four. Of what? Um, of jobs lost in the country in so uh, yeah. this is people's jobs being replaced by <laughs> yeah by computers. but so the, being what was the, the last, so the, last the last one the last one was 47 percent, and so that's and that's from oxford university so it's by not when? it's not uh 2034 yeah we, we i'm not saying that i think you know in reality these are probably to be taken with a pinch of salt because you know it's actually pretty hard to predict that but i think the the thing that worries me is that i don't hear you know a lot of people are quite blase about this within tech and the thing that really worries me is I don't really hear many politicians talking about it either. And I know that we've got, you know, lots on our plate. We've got the election, we've got Brexit coming up and so on. But I just think it would be good to, I don't have the answers necessarily. I've got some suggestions. But it'd be good to hear politicians actually talking about this because it's going to hit us quite quickly and, and probably is, is worth considering. There is a way that politicians are talking about this. It's slightly slight link here in terms of Donald Trump, mm. oh, who, yes. um, <laughs> who obviously is talking about bringing manufacturing back yes. to the US. So yes. in China right now, obviously, you've got a lot of people where jobs are basically, yes. they are putting a screw into this piece of yes. iPhone or whatever. Yes. And um, that well, could that easily be automated Yes, in manufacturing. And if yeah. that manufacturing is brought back to the US or taken yes. to the US... We are talking about um, uh, robots and yes, uh, yes. machinery doing that yes. that work. So, I mean, you, there's a certain argument that the bringing back of that kind of work to the yes. US isn't really going to create jobs well, anyway. Well, no. All it's doing is taking the jobs out of China. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually, I've, I've actually, I actually took some notes on this about about Trump. I mean, the the uh, IMF, I think it was the IMF, said that uh, when it comes to why are workers earning less and less of, of the kind of income pie. Mm. And they found that kind of tech, far more than trade, is is the real thing. Because if you're a manufacturer, it just makes more sense for you to have a robot because it's yeah. cheaper. It doesn't take sick days, and it doesn't join a union. Although, I mean, <laughs> or it might. God, imagine that robot union. Another unions. way that it's related to Brexit, though, yeah. is that you know some people who voted for Brexit talked about um, the, the feeling that their jobs were going yes. to you know, and 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 basically, you've got in some parts of the country, you've got farming where the yes. they're bought. Polish people yes. into to do the farming because they cost less, and it's exactly the same as China, yeah. where the labour costs less. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I've completely forgot the point. I no, no, I, no, no. It, that is a really fair point. I think if the labour's cheap enough, then it doesn't make sense to use tech. Yeah. But the problem is that we, I think we we are reaching the point where it probably does make a lot of sense for a lot of people. I mean, it's it's a bit of a tough one. I think the the issue is not so much is this going to happen. It's more kind of like this is going to happen at some point, and and how do we like get our society ready for that for for kind of the job losses mm. and like i mean truck drivers if you drive a truck and driverless trucks come along 
although some automation will make you better at your job, if it just completely replaces your job, there's no getting around it. Like you can't be, you just have to do a different job or be unemployed. Yeah, one of the questions around this is, is um, from something I think Karen was alluding to. There was a, a piece that came out this week in uh, Business Insider. Mm. Uh, it was a very good piece. Um, they got a story from a NYU student who for his summer project went and worked oh, yes. at um, an is Apple it, factory. Yeah, Pegatron. Yes, that's the one picture. Um, who Apple um, commission in sh- sh- near Shanghai, and it was his job basically. Yeah, the, the the one thing they took out of this. Well, yeah. the headline was he twelve hours a day screwed one screw into yeah. one part of one iPhone. Well, that is like being a robot, basically. Yeah. yeah. But then the thing the thing is obviously so the, to to, and this is the thing I don't fully understand um, the conditions in all of Chinese factories. Yeah. So I, I think we're conditioned as Westerners to be like this is and it is terrible these terrible conditions. Yes. But what I wonder is even though the conditions are less than ideal, I mean there are like nets in the stairwells. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. You, there was this weird thing that I saw in the piece where you had he had if you want what the, you live there basically you get paid four hundred and fifty yeah. like the equivalent of yeah, dollars a month. Which it's, apparently it's, is it's higher than minimum wage. Pounds. Yeah. A okay. month. Yep. And you get free accommodation, um, but you have to like do you have to like click on adverts and get to get special tokens to use the Wi-Fi, <laughs> things like that, and you still have to pay for your meals. Yeah. But so the conditions are obviously less than ideal. Yes. Um, I wasn't debating that. But does that mean <laughs> that automation is just going to replace these jobs eventually, or should we be working harder to make sure that conditions are improved? Well, that's a really good actually. That's a really good question. I mean, I think probably like both while people are employed in that way the problem is though that at the same time i say that if you improve the conditions and you spend more money on 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 that workforce then probably it will make more sense to just get robots to do it yeah so is it better for us to have jobs at any cost or or is it better for us to and you know there's a lot of talk about the conditions in those factories but i know that apple does send people in to check them all the time there yeah. are strict rules about overtime although it appears from that article that it is kind of like it's your choice if you do overtime but you kind yeah. of don't really have a choice yeah um yeah. and it you know it's incredibly boring work if, mm. i mean yeah. from that article you can tell you are just sitting there and you're not allowed to yeah. talk to anyone and you basically when they bring a new phone in for um being uh, manufactured you could literally have four screws to put in in a day and the rest mm. of the time you're just sitting there because yeah. they're maybe the making one. the prototypes yes. yeah. and yeah. it's just like but they still need all those people Yeah. and there was and a part that stood out for me just where they were saying yeah when the new phones come in phones that the press don't know about yet that the world doesn't know about yet um, they heighten security and mm. you get metal mm. detectors so they make if women have metal in their bra straps they make women take off their yeah. bras to, so that they can work for, like work, the biggest excuses ever. work for the day <laughs> but just yeah. like things like that where you're just kind of de- like embarrassing and debasing people and yeah and, uh, that's oh. like with the whenever you're watching films when they're like doing the drug stuff they all are like naked or you know so that they, they're doing not, so, the drug stuff <laughs> you know i don't know like when you see people processing drugs in films they're always like not wearing anything to, to show. what you mean is they're trying to be in a clean environment yeah, yeah is that what you're maybe. talking about? i don't know i think where you go they don't want them to like smuggle it somewhere because they oh, can put okay. it in a pocket or something so they say like because this, this is the thing I'm, like, I'm not stressing that apple are, are, are drug smugglers we wouldn't like well, to do that and the conditions are less than ideal but yes i, I just I, I i'd be more interested to hear about whether we're looking at this from the outside and thinking, God, yeah. this is this is appalling. But yeah. these people are obviously doing this job because perhaps it's the only one available yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah and is and it better to do that than not have a job at all? Probably yeah. if you're in China, yeah. You know, it, it, you sort of want any job that you can get, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem, I think, do you know what? The, the, it's really hard to have this conversation without starting to think more generally about like. 
the nature of capitalism, she says. Because, <laughs> because like, you look at, um, at Keynes and lots of people said, oh, you know, we'll have all of these machines doing our jobs and we'll have, you know, we can do, like, three-day weeks or we'll have loads more free time and it'll be great. But, of course, the way that the distribution of wealth works means that that, that, doesn't, no. that hasn't really happened and also, it doesn't look likely to. I also think, so, in, yeah. at, least in, at least in what we do, it's reminding me of um, automated news yes. and how Apple mm. tried to do that and Facebook have, have trying to do that. Um, I believe it was Apple News where they, I think they fired a bunch of people and they tried to automate news stories, but then yeah. they still needed a team of humans to make sure that was running properly. Yes. Is there going to be a big bridge gap where people are monitoring automation? Yeah, de- definitely. I, I think like for all the doom mongering that it sounds like I'm saying, there definitely will it will also create jobs. But I think the issue is that it, the jobs it creates require quite different skills to the jobs that right. exist yeah. now. Yeah, it's it wouldn't be the same. So, so it's how do we retrain? And I think I read something that said that it's the creative jobs that are less susceptible yes. Ours, to being taken isn't over. That actually, that that, yeah. that easy. So to should there be a sort of uh, more people going and studying humanities at university? You know, because Maybe. those are those are for the future. They're mm. more secure jobs. You know, and it's like that analytical mind of being able to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a tough one though, because even even law and accountant accountancy actually has been some some bits of it can be automated. You yeah, know. I mean, I can see that accountancy could be. Yeah, I know. That's I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we, won't someone think of the accountants? But yeah, I, I mean, but on the other hand, like for example, for us, the really mundane thing for journalists is transcribing, right? So if you could automate that, I think no, none of us would be would be sad because we and can add value yeah. and be better at our jobs. Just thinking back to the law thing, I read recently that you know how with, with law everything has to be printed and they have yes. to. Be be able to refer to all these books well apparently there's talk about um sort of uploading all of that yes. content and then suddenly what happens to the legal secretaries yes so, well, yeah, well yeah I, I did an interview yeah. with a company that that do exactly that like they automate uh, the kind of basically contracts mm. but the thing is that the lawyers actually quite like it because they can just sort of well at least those senior ones um <laughs> because they can just sort of quickly say or oh, where in this contract is this because some some contracts run to like thousands and thousands of pages so it kind of makes it easier for them to be more efficient mm. basically at their job but i think the issue is that that although that's all well and good for some kind of manual jobs and uh jobs with sort of not those sorts of skills like i don't know like for example i said driving is yeah. one thing what do we do with I mean in America truck if you look at a map of jobs in in the states the most common job in loads of those states is truck driving and so you sort of think well what do those people do because they they probably haven't been sort of highly educated and they probably don't have that many, I mean they're a driver why would they no why would they know no any truck drivers listening no 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 but I mean just purely that that is their skill their skill that their mm. skill has been driving so how do we like do we retrain them? You have to spend a lot of money on that, or do do we? Some of them probably won't even want. To I, I would hope that the the whole tech obsession with um, automated cars yes. is is quite overblown. Yes, and still not very right. close. Yeah, um, it's further away than than the tech. Like sector spe- would, particularly long haul truck driving. Yeah, and then but then on a smaller scale like UPS deliveries, you can't yeah. automate delivery. How do you actually deliver it? Uh, well, Amazon think they can with their big big drone thing. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I like, know. Like I feel crap. that way about the drone thing as well. <laughs> I, I, also, I, I know this sounds like a very niche, well, slight side side issue. I don't really want to be in a driverless car because I really like driving. Yeah, um, people so enjoy I, I driving. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that it's going to be like everyone adopts this. I, I think it's more just... Um, it would. What would be reassuring is if, say, a committee in the House of Commons was dedicated to... Let's look at this. Like, what do we need? Do we need to worry? If so, what do we need to worry about, and how are we going to deal with it? I, I just, it, I, I don't think that I have any answers, and it, it, I may well be completely wrong about all of this. But it would just be nice to have someone investigating. But do you think the reason that 
in this case UK politicians aren't talking about automation is not necessarily because they want to admit to like their constituents that it is a problem mm. or is it more like what we've talked about on this pod before which is a simple case of um, politicians not understanding how tech works probably a bit, <laughs> bit of both I suppose and also I just we've got so many other things that people are looking at mm. that, that I just think they don't there's only so much you can focus on but also I do think it is because probably a lot of them don't fully understand mm. what what's what's about to kind of happen so, some of them do but I think uh, I mean Theresa May I, I, I've got a sort of um some friends who are civil servants because they used to cover government previously and a lot of them just think that she's actively kind of quite anti-tech uh certainly doesn't seem to understand it very well from the kind of surveillance uh laws that she's brought in so yes it, it is concerning um that these people are in charge but is it is it something <laughs> you know should we be looking at politicians or should we we be looking to business and yeah. making sure that businesses are actually furnishing their staff with skills to sort of evolve with the technologies yeah. and the changes in this definitely like we have i mean you know the way our jobs have changed in the last 10 years Loads. but we've coped with it here and yet you yeah. know within idg we've all been sort of we've all taken on yeah. new skills we've all learnt new things and it's like you would hope that any business would be doing the same thing so that people one set of people aren't suddenly put out of jobs because everything's yeah. changed and then they will bring new people in yeah and definitely yeah yeah there's definitely a bit i think business we can't just say politicians i think businesses mm. have to as well it's a bit of a tough i mean some some businesses are kind of like talking about dedicating one or five percent or whatever of their time to retraining staff mm. or getting yeah. them to go do like more community activities which is i mean like i think it might be facebook that we're kind of talking about uh basically getting their staff to go and meet real people um and <laughs> take and, selfies yeah <laughs> and kind of that and retraining I do, I do think some businesses are thinking about it so yeah. i don't think we can just say oh you know you're, you're right like we need to look at the tech ceos as well yeah. they should be looking long term yeah you know they should. What's coming hope. up? And yeah, like you suggest, yeah. we're, we're, we're f- relatively lucky in our editorial yes. capacity mm. because print has wound down, actually, yeah. topically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've dealt with that This is recently. the last issue of PC Advisor this month. Yeah. Although so there'll be a digital edition. There will obviously. continue to be a digital edition, but listener, um, <laughs> go and buy the last edition, please. Yeah. Available in all good airports. Yeah. Um, and other... <laughs> that's, where I, that's where I see them, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, we've, we've ridden that change, yes. and it's probably a lot harder for... Um, other yeah, areas some, of work <laughs> to, some to do that. as well like I, I i get emails sometimes from people that like sub editors and layout editors and so on and it can be really quite heartbreaking because you just think like yeah, oh. but, but then within the b2b market i mean we've gotten to a completely different topic yeah. now but within the b2b market of print there's still a lot of magazines being produced yes. oh yeah subscriptions yes yep. you're right and, you know um, it's not completely gone it's not skill. gone yeah. and it's definitely a sort of a skill that a few people have now yes that, that, you know, and, they, and they're probably really good um, yeah. at that job but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tough one mm-hmm. yeah trade mag still chugging along but yeah that's, that's that's autom- that's kind of automation taking yeah. over in as much as we don't need designers anymore because we're not creating print but maybe we're doing our own photoshopping yeah so i think i think the thing that really worries me about it is not it's not so much kind of like oh we're all going to be unemployed it's more just that you look at the proportion of income like there we are creating a very large group of people that are earning less money mm. and and the thing is they are going to probably notice that and be pretty pretty furious about it and i would argue that that is probably like our real wages are 10 percent lower than they were in 2008 mm. And people are angry, and they're doing, they're expressing that with stuff like Trump and Brexit. And I, I worry that we're not really, we're sort of l- slowly letting that happen without really noticing it. And then one day they'll just all kick off and 
come and because what, chop what, our heads off. What the whole thing that I'm <laughs> she mentioned... says, oh, like I'm oh, like a, I'm a member of the global elite. <laughs> chop chop some heads off. But this is this is what I was kind of <laughs> referring to earlier with the whole Brexit thing. Yeah. Um, people are angry now. Brexit and Trump, in fact, um, and yeah. people are angry now because they feel their jobs are going to yeah. cheaper people. Yes. And they're going to be angry when yeah. their jobs go to yeah. the cheaper robots. Yes, they are. And yeah. exactly the same yeah. thing is going to happen again. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what do we do to prevent that? Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, I reckon it could all get pretty unpleasant. Yeah. Could, just, could just automate the presidency. Yeah, well, do you know what? I well, that can't do any worse. <laughs> <laughs> probably. It'd be, it'd be brutally efficient, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know. Probably, I don't, I, yeah, actually, maybe not. I mean, Let's I'm not sure that. if I want to put an AI in charge of the presidency. Even, <laughs> even Trump, perhaps, can be slightly reasoned with i don't know uh, well i i read this article in the guardian this week which uh, i was very ready to poo poo um <laughs> because it was what if we are living in a computer simulation and oh. it was just a picture of neo from the oh, matrix God, i love that. i love that and i was like what a load of crap so i and then i read it i was like eh, oh yeah yeah, yeah actually yeah and it, there was a theory it's, it's a very interesting article i hate to plug other publishers but it is very good and I'll it was it um you. i will I'll, I'll slack you yeah and um it, it was just because we keep talking about brexit and trump and it was this sort of theory that um <laughs> we we've created augmented reality and virtual reality mm. now in this stage and it's still very primitive uh, for us but the, it's all tied into this theory that it's because a civilization hundreds of thousands of years old evolved to the point at which it then managed to automate an entire universe yeah, the Matrix, like, essentially. Yeah, it was of. basically yeah. saying that. It's completely nuts, but it's very yeah. persuasive. Uh, well, you know, but, I'm getting but, very off topic now. No, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I can see what you mean. And like yeah. it, we've got to the point at which now, as mm. this this simulation has now managed to work out some of this technology. Right, okay. And perhaps they've decided to wind the whole thing down. That would make the And it was suggesting that there's, there's someone, someone's like typed in a bit of code wrong and we're getting, you know, like... So, they balked us slightly. I'm so confused. I need to read this article. Yeah, I need to read it as well. I, I really, I, I love those kind of... Tech like, world should have a look. Yeah, yeah I, I, I reckon I'd quite enjoy that. I've got a bit of a... A, a pointless philosophy student in me, so I, don't, I, I am a philosophy well, there student. Well, there you go. There we go. There we Nothing go. pointless about it. I don't. I don't have a degree, but I definitely. Well, I do have a degree, but not but you've in got philosophy. A load of things to say. <laughs> but, uh, but I. But I, I do. We did. But do, you see, degrees in philosophy are the way forwards because you yes. know it's no, the no, creative jobs. I do remember. I do remember what's called uh, the Matrix. Always reminded me of the one thing we did do. Uh, we did a little bit of philosophy. I remember, but we did like a Plato's cave analogy, and I was thought that. The Matrix is a bit like that, but anyway, sorry. Let's, love please, love, let's love a bit of the cave. That's all right. We've actually we've actually run out of time. We've we've wow. di- diligently filled our selection of minutes. Excellent. <laughs> so and, 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 got, and time flew. My, I've written down a corny question, yeah. which is normally um, ludicrously binary, but actually you could go one way or the other. Uh, Charlotte G, mm. automate or get lost, mate. <laughs> Automate carefully. Yeah, I think we will allow a little bit of a yeah. grey area on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, automate, but with caveats <laughs> and without shafting the workers. <laughs> what do you think, Karen? Is it automate? Yeah, I, I hope that um, we can automate in the future, but that there will be new types of jobs available mm. that will suit these people. Yes. And won't be completely monotonous, boring, yep. putting a screw in an iPhone type yep. jobs. We're ruining his binary formula. No, no, I don't mind. This is good. Evolution yeah. is good. <laughs> you yeah. can automate my job next week. Um, <laughs> I've had to do nothing. So thank you very much uh, for your uh, yeah, participation, thank you. guys. And thank you. Uh, thank you, listener, for listening. We'll be back hopefully next week uh, with another UK Tech Weekly. Uh, say goodbye, everyone. Bye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast.